cross on the poetry. They just this religious. Somewhere. Surviving our county register better fast. Try to feed all my niggas in I guess like Jackie's in the background trying to help me troubleshoot this, y'all. I'm EJ, by the way. Let's go ahead and just do these introductions since we got this. We got it going. Yeah, hello to anybody who hasn't heard us before. Like, I know there's like the Good News family, everybody. Oh, yeah, already. There's people that are already tuned in, that already are associated with the Good News radio and podcast station, and they're like, who are these Echo Niggas? Who are doing the show from the cast? Echo Niggas. Right. Um, <laughs> doing it from inside a hole, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Recording live from fucking so centered earth. Yep, inside uh, Rick's garage. Hello. They don't even know who the fuck we are for us to be saying that other oh, yeah. people are here, so let's do our introductions. This is just a dope ass radio show. I am EJ, my co host, brother, best friend, TJ. And also. I'm Sharon. Yes, Sharon, his little sister, who is the occasion uh, third member of our show, whenever she has the time to do it, and is not out here on her hot girl summer. Driving the bull. We have the Hennessy present. We have Crown Royal Apple present. Some champagne in here. Come courtesy of the company. We sound like a Zelda dream sequence. It definitely <laughs> but I'm but not. I'm, I'm not, not stopping. stopping. This is oh, one no, of those like, things I just, I just make for good memories and shit. Like I know, like I just as I'm, as I'm sitting here, I'm just like, yo, this dude sound like that shit, like N64, and I just am waiting for like a fucking. We're a Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, nigga, I'm waiting for like a case to open up and we find the treasure and shit. <laughs> I uh, I think this shit is like it's gonna make for a good memory, like that introduction and shit. Because people, like when Keith introdu- introduces us to people, he's gonna be like, oh yeah, these are the guys who did their first podcast. Oh the Echo, yeah, the Echo niggas. I would be exactly. That's that's kind of cool. You ever notice people introduce you um, based on how they like you? If you haven't noticed that, start paying attention to how motherfucker introduce you to somebody. They introduce you based off of what they like about you. This makes me feel like I'm an Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> like, like like the trippiness of the voices like it really she's on the trip right now like, she put the drink down and started like, sipping water <laughs> <laughs> like when you're like in house and wonderland she sees like the cat like i feel like we are the cat oh, we are. Like a, <laughs> you feel like a Nicki minaj kid. like you feel like you're a Nicki minaj, like a roman us uh song or some shit like that <laughs> did y'all feel that <laughs> Jackie, Jackie got Keith on the FaceTime. What up, Keith? Trying to say Jack got the same shit. Y'all like the week I got him. I feel like we could really start harmonizing. No, hey, give it a shot. Oh no, bro. Let's see. Is it like the uh, Michael is here too? Everybody knows Michael already. Michael is good news family. Hey, what's up, bro? They got me. They got me feeling like I'm in Star Wars. See. Chardon's gonna talk herself into a trip. Yeah. And somebody somebody sitting at this table was smoking weed before all this started. So I know they tripping for sure. Myself. Hey, I just want to let y'all know that y'all name, just a dope ass podcast, dope. Yeah, that's kind of 
It was really, um, I can't take no credit for that. That's all TJ, bro. Like, it was Actually, shout out to Noah James and homie Preston, Big P, P-Town. But I was at the homies little concert or whatever. And, oh, we back. We not tripping no more. There we go. Wow, reality. That's crazy. There we Damn, go. Slightly <laughs> disappointing. No, nigga, life, life just hit that. Hey, like, a trip hey, over. let Keith know we taking that out of his check. <laughs> oh, shit. That, that was like an LSD trip for sure, <laughs> for sure. It's like euphoria. Well, they got us hey, like look, euphoria. Man, I just want to say y'all welcome because some of y'all out there might not indulge in anything. We've given y'all a hardcore-ass trip. First yeah, episode. For no reason. Good job. Okay. Um, yeah, you're high as fuck. Let's start over. Can we start over yeah. introductions and whatnot? Because oh. this, that did not happen properly. It was really <laughs> improper. Now we're sober, really y'all. You guys are going to get a sober. I know. Um, We've come down. The hangover is yeah, the next not. morning. It's, Sunglasses it's no in Advil. Um, just a dope-ass <laughs> radio show. I am EJ. TJ. I'm Chardon. And our guest, who, uh, good news family, gang, 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 bunch of gang shit up in here. They here to make sure uh-uh. we don't burn this motherfucker down. Let me uh, go ahead. Wait. Hey, I'm number five six. You good? Go ahead. Put me up. Put me up. Put me up. Hey, turn me up in the head. Turn me up. Turn me up. Turn, turn me up. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Mysterious Jax from the Good News Radio. What's going on? Boo. <gasps> we family. There Why you booing me? There will be none of that. I'm That's joking. <laughs> Might kill the PG here. There will be no booing of Jackie on this show. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that, EJ. Hey, Jackie found us. And uh, the DM Instagrams, we was late with our submission to the good news, and she still took us. Hey, you got, <laughs> hey. That's right. That's right, I so, did. Hey, he's it. just hating, though, because we have, like, a mini competition because he is the station manager for the good news sports, and oh. I'm the station manager for the good news radio. So you guys are a part of my team now. So he hey. is a little threatened hey. by with my all, team. With all Yikes. due respect. With all due respect, <laughs> sir. Let me hear it. Game over. Hey. <laughs> Game over. Get it. You a, a sportsman, Gatorade, wet towel, bro. It's a wrap. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Told you my team hey, came so hard. I'm gonna just warn y'all about Jackie. Uh oh, she she might try to sabotage y'all show when y'all. I would never. Really that's, He's that's how they do. They did that to us. Let me. So that's why we had. To it's get no reason for here. Jackie to do that. Hey, her, thank you. Our, our success is her success. Thank She's you. She's your manager over here. Thank right? you. Right. You trying to come over here and poison? You trying to come over here and poison the ecosystem? Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Not gonna happen. Thank you. That's why that's not gonna work. We just talked our way through an audio overdose. So I just feel like you know we yeah we are ready to go. I love it. Boom. For those that don't know, that's Hey Nass Mike Hill in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that is your new name on the that show. Is your hey new Nass name. Mike Hill. That's my it's new hashtag. From now on, just a dope ass radio show. <laughs> that man is Hey Nass Mike Hill. You call him what you call him on his regular shows. <laughs> on this platform, <laughs> as Hey Nass Mike Hill. <laughs> that quick first episode, you have been crowned. See? And that's how we will introduce people because that's what we were talking about. How people introduce you is what <laughs> it's they. It's vital, huh? Yeah, it's very vital. Like, yeah. because when they meet you and they introduce you to somebody else they're usually like hey um this is this is jackie this is who i was telling you about she's the one that works here she's the station manager they introduce you a certain type of way so you kind of know based on that why they like you i guess you could say or why they fuck with you yeah it's that first that first introduction is like you know it's like you go it's what's your value to me that's how i'm i'm letting everybody know so it's kind of like when you introduce my this my girlfriend you let a motherfucker know like this is an extension of me that's and you like some some people they be like yeah this is my friend with the camaro you be like, oh, nigga, you just like me for my car, huh? That's it. I just got a Camaro, huh? Nothing Facts. else? Hey, that's, that's real. That's pretty but shitty. But I don't want to give him any hate because he is an awesome person and he makes the, the Good News team work. And just FYI, he is one of the networking kings here. So I got nothing but love for Mike Hill. All right. It's, it's a grind, man. I love it. 
Oh yeah, Michael, we appreciate you definitely. Appreciate yeah, yeah. you stepping in. Michael was just Jackie was like, we had to force Jackie to sit down with us, and that that right there, I didn't like that. The other station manager, there we go. I was like, hey, Michael, you want something to drink? He was like, yeah, you mind if I drink it while I'm on the mic? I was like, oh yeah, sure, nigga, go <laughs> ahead. He just welcomed himself to this shit. Hey, I, I, I'm a dope ass person on Shout just a dope ass podcast. Who is Kirsten? Shout out Kirsten. I don't know. Oh, yeah. TJ's. She is also tribe. part of the Good News team. She gang, is gang, 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 yeah. gang. Self invite himself. Yes, uh, yeah. he that's what he does. Invited himself, like he but that's his thing, though. That's his thing. <laughs> that's all right. That's called support, that right there, bro. That's but that's also support. why it makes him the networking king. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna remember Mike Hill. No, and that's the same thing with like I, I completely understand because I'm gonna become that over here. So don't yeah. encroach on my hey. territory. You go over there and take your ass of you sports network. Yeah. Damn it. And what are we gonna do on this side? <laughs> your house now, bro. Yeah, I got a new is, Mike Hill in the building now. Yeah, I'm the king of the network. You definitely okay. will understand because I told you when we met. For those yes. who are listening. And who haven't who haven't if this is your first episode you will definitely get an introduction to us if you've been listening then you definitely know i have three spirit animals diddy dr dre and jay-z and they all come out at different times so the diddy and me is definitely like we'll take over a room okay they're I, laughing but they know I love like this is, this is my man's right here this is my best friend this is all of that so yeah, he man, knows a tv show and he'll have you, you know start up to be a group and then he'll have you do one hit and then he'll forget about you you'll never be famous again that's, that's it crazy yeah, yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Diddy. It's just making the band like none of the niggas do good no more. I just want to. Hey, he's about to. He's about to bring that show back. Oh my god, man! <laughs> so it could be some was. more people who ain't gonna never make it no more. I mean, that's facts. In, in the reality of things, like that's with really, the ecosystem, really I mean, if that, I mean, the ecosystem of being a celebrity at this point, like how long is a how long is shelf life of a celebrity in reality? How, how wait? What type of celebrity are we talking? Cause just like, period. Any platform. I don't know. Mu- musically, musically. Hmm. There are uh, way more that, people it, that I feel like wow, if, if this you, sounds really muffled in my headphones. If you want to be like, it's, it's probably with the headphones. You good? Because oh. you sound perfectly fine when you yeah. talk. Okay. Yeah. If you want to be like white hot, like a Meg or like a Drake, you might whatever. But if you want to be like a like Young Joe said years ago, he was like, I don't really worry about being like famous, famous because I know I can always eat in my own backyard. So if you want to be like one of those, you could eat forever. If you're trying to be like a star, then you got a really short but that's, shelf life. But that's what I'm saying is like, the shelf okay, life. we know what it is to be. And that's the that's the hard thing with music is you can kind of do it without really, really doing it. With other things, like we know football, the NFL, you got a three to four year shelf life. Other mm-hmm. things, you the NBA, you got two to three. Whatever it is, you have a shelf life. Music is one of those things because you say you can do it in your backyard and you can eat in your backyard. Mm-hmm. You can't really tell what's the shelf life of a person. But in reality... Let's say somebody like Meg. How long do you think Meg could sustain this heat? This type of heat? Mm. Like in reality, this is Meg Summer. What what Cardi had for Bodak Yellow, this is what this is what this is for Meg. This is the summer before is her season. Facts. Yeah. Like this is when when we first like the first group of people who heard Bodak Yellow and was like sh- I sent that in a group chat when I heard that shit on World Star. When it was on World Star as a user submitted song, I heard that and I was like, "This is that uh, love and hip hop bitch." I sent it to a group chat. I was like, "This is gonna be the fucking song of next summer." It was in the fall of the the year before. I was like, "Yo, this is gonna be the song of the summer." Yeah, I think this is Meg's time. But how long do we really expect? How long, Cardi? How long do we expect Cardi to, to sustain that? I think because people love to see you fall. Facts. I don't know. The rise is always nice, but that demise is what people want. Well, right? no, like the fall is always be- oh, good for people, not necessarily the best. I think, I think Cardi's sustainable. I think Cardi has more lanes as far as celebrity. I don't know how she'll last as far as like being like hip hop, hip hop, like just Mount Rushmore of like she'll be. A, I think Cardi will last more of like. I think she'll get into movies. I think she'll do 
a bunch yeah, of other celebrity people, shit. People like her on, I would say, Cardi. It's not just talent-wise. People really mess with her yeah. as a person. So I feel like even with music goes, I feel like she will gravitate into TV and movies, maybe. Meg, though, Meg got bars. Though. Like I can see Meg lasting in hip-hop because Meg is good at rap. Like, she rap her motherfucking ass off. Actually, let me start. I'm sorry. Why do all female rappers have to transition into... Why is there no female rapper that's just a female rapper and just still huge? All female rappers have to transition into something else to sustain being big. It's, I don't know if that's their fault. That's I, like think, I think it's because as a you know, as a woman get older, the sex appeal is gone. So, like, that part. when uh, – I don't know how old Meg is now, but when she's, like, 35, 40. 24. She's 24. <laughs> so, in, like, 10 years, even if she's still hot, like, she can't be shaking her ass and doing all that. But why not? Be, because people just going to be like, you too but why, old. But hold on. But why, why she can't do it? And maybe I don't know. Is, she, is it because like for black women they I, no, lose their appeal? I think because J Lo fifty, J Lo just thank turned. Thank you. I was just gonna say no, that. I J-Lo think J Lo could shake her ass anywhere. And nobody would mind. No, J Lo yeah. shook her ass at your grandmother's church. People would be. It's a nice ass, baby. Let her shake it. <laughs> exactly. She worked hard on hey, that ass. It is a nice ass. But uh, so it's why just, are we saying man can't shake her ass? Just the, twenty five years from now. The the type of music because like. Lauren Hill can still do her thing, you know what I'm saying? Because she can talk about anything, rap about anything. It's just I don't know why she doesn't do it. But you can't be rapping about shaking your ass from ten years because it's like, damn, you ain't, you didn't, you know, you didn't grow yeah, as I far think, as the artist. I think Kent I was still right. paid to hear Lil Kim talk about swallowing a sprite can today. But that's what I'm saying. I think can't is the wrong. Well, everything word. freaky and yeah, everything disgusting that Lil Kim talked about, I would still pay to. You this know what day, I compare it to? To go see Little Kim, is shake that, her ass wait, wait. and swallow. Yeah. Is that Talk. because it's a, well, not sustained? Was that because like, like I grew up on Little Kim, so when Little Kim talk about swallowing the spike, I think about where the fuck I was at when she said it. She can say that shit when she's eighty. I'd be like, God damn, this motherfucker. Now Little Kim got bars though, like that but, too. But yeah. you still understand it was a quality of music. Sir, because at the end of the day, Lil' Kim wasn't music that you were just accessing in random places. Like, Lil' Kim was music that you had to be hearing from somebody who respected. Pops had to buy Lil' Kim or, mm-hmm. or buy some bad boy for you to hear Lil' Kim and be like, yo, to even hear cer- certain lyrics. Well, so, that's th- I, so on based on that alone, you knew she was a respectable Well, that's why I'm pretty Megan. Music. Like, Meg, to me, is... And actually, like, there's, a, there's way more female artists than get credit like that are really rapping their motherfucking asses off and like that shit i said before, like i've said on other episodes where it's like if you insert little uh little hubcap like i can get, <laughs> you know like wow i can get a little hubcap hub and little bottle service and and little handprint i can off if you put all them niggas in a room and each of them start rapping i can get that sound from all of them i don't really need to go choose but if i want to yeah. hear hove i gotta go to hove if i want to hear fucking uh you know ice cube i had to go to ice cube nip whoever the fuck so if i want to hear meg i gotta go to meg and i think that one thing will kind of help meg stay sustainable because there's no like rico nasty and meg wrap their asses up but they don't sound the same Mm -hmm. so i think that will kind of like assist meg and like growing and also like meg is 24 so she's like in the lifespan times like life's like in her time in life of like meg i'm partying and popping that ass when i have kids like i'm gonna rap about kids like i fit i think that only she can still pop her ass when she yeah, she I like that. She just has to make sure that the music stays consistent, and that that be the issue with some of these rappers. 
female rappers, their music don't stay consistent enough. Okay, I understand the translation of what you're making. I think you're, that's you're, for you're all saying, rappers, though. It's essentially like yeah, um, for all rappers. It goes how for, fifty, and that's what I was about to say. That's yeah. the translation. How Fifty Cent second album, we didn't believe he was no longer busting guns and doing all exactly. that. Like you yeah. just went diamond mm-hmm. with the first one. You sold ten million. You got four hundred <laughs> yeah. million on vitamin water. We don't believe you in yeah. the hood no more with the shits. That's it. That's kind of like the growth that a man has to take mm-hmm. in his career. It's like eventually, and it's even like people like Meek Mill. It's only so so long we want to hear about the rollies and yeah, shit. Like true. we listen to your struggles. Mm-hmm. We listen to your, your successes. Now we need you to kind of coach yeah. us up and not just so at, flaunt. Yeah, at thirty five, so female artists, you can shake ass and do all that, but that shouldn't be your your main focus because I'm pretty sure from twenty four. What's the to lane of a thirty five year old female rapper though? Like we've never seen that. Like what thirty five year old what thirty five year old female rapper have we seen that was a rapper and was just making the art like that's what she was doing yeah. by that time that's why I say they all transitioned into being yeah. actresses yep. MC Light mm-hmm. Queen Latifah Eve, Eve. Mm-hmm. how old is Missy Elliott Missy Miss, yeah, I, I was gonna get to like Missy's Missy still a fucking but she a she different is. type of monster though cause she but never what song what's, what body of work has Missy put out since she just came on uh, Lizzo's album Lizzo's a that's, singer that's one song no no yeah one song but we work. saying like body of work like, album like somebody who's like consi- like Missy putting out music at the level she was putting it out or close to the level she was putting it out at her prime or or even during her rise or demise of her prime like in that window yeah what what is what 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 woman is working at that level because a lot of male rappers what we fail to realize is they don't ever stop making music we just stop listening to them like all these old ass rappers if you go to the itunes they still got a bunch of shit from like 2008 or they've learned that they for them to continue is they have to find other rappers and have their like legacy keep going. Yeah, which is what Jay Z does for Rel. Yeah, you have to embrace the ones that you inspired. Yeah, because after you long, last long enough, yeah, you you yeah, you have to get like, with those people. I feel like the key, or at least for music, it seems, is to know when to transition. Like even Snoop Dogg, like you just we still enjoy and love hearing his voice, but it's like you hear him on a lot of other like maybe younger artists feature songs or like even for when you brought up J-Lo like yeah J-Lo's still out there like you know being sexy and performing and stuff but J-Lo also transitioned like it's not Jenny on the block anymore it's a lot of Latin pop music she changed up her her sound so it's kind of like I think to st- stay up to date you have to literally do it's that a bad like example, stay up. I like what you're saying yeah. Jenny from the block I think was a moment yeah, I think that was, was a, just that was a little appropriation. That was a I little mean, appropriation. I mean, that was when she was no, with P Diddy, by the way. That's I mean, what I said. Like that was that, a little yeah, appropriation. Yeah. I mean, no, P Diddy did that's that. That's the influence of any. That's the influence of any relationship, no matter what you're doing. Like, an like any of woman time. that's dating, like any woman that's dating somebody, any man that's dating somebody, you're gonna get a little bit. So she was dating P Diddy, so she came and played in the hood for a little while. Like she wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't Jenny from the block before. She wasn't after. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't really trying to use like, please, baby. Yeah, I wasn't. That nigga Diddy threw the burner in her lap. J Lo was like, ah, puppy, no, no, no. Okay, drop me off in the Bronx. Drop me. Oh no, me. I, I need no, to find me somebody who different. Yeah, yeah. she oh said, "Idios, me and I'm going to get me a baseball player." I love dog. Yeah, yeah right. talk about it, dude. nigga. She ran all the way to Boston Man. to get oh, out yeah. of. She, she ran from Harlem <laughs> to uh, to Boston hey, to get the fuck away. But, but speaking of female rappers, uh, I don't know if you guys know who Rhapsody is. Of, of course. course, come oh, on. We, we actually got a chance to meet and interview Rhapsody yeah. before. Hey, the, Rhapsody, the experience. fire. Like she's yeah. somebody on, bro, I can see being around for her knife wonder. Yeah, you know what, man, and that kind of made me. That kind of almost made me throw Jermaine Dupri in the trash, and I almost hated to do that because when he talked, made those comments, it was like he completely skipped over her and Tierra. But you know, you know what it was. Somebody got on his nerves. That shit was completely no, but yeah, some some female artist didn't let him fuck. Somebody pissed. No, I feel the same way. It's just as far as the mainstream, like 
Rhapsody doesn't get that push that she deserves. Like she should be a. Tell name me all the mainstream female rappers right you now. You have. What do you consider mainstream? First off, what's Cardi the criteria? B. What's the criteria for mainstream? So mainstream are just the ones who are all over the radio. The ones that you. But what like, is the radio worth anymore? Real quick, I know this is a lot it, of. It still works because it's a lot of people who. That's where they get their their music from. Maybe, okay. maybe it's not actually tuning into that episode, but they might go on and iHeart might have like their list of songs that they're playing this week that you can go tune into and stuff like that. So it still has some pull because that's how you have a number one record. It's not that everybody's listening to you on Spotify or Apple Music. It's because the radio, these radio stations are giving you that extra boost mm-hmm. that you need, and that's like Cardi. Um, uh, what's the group City Girls uh, Meg The Stallion Right now When it comes to hip hop Those are the mainstream Like those are the top ones Other than Nicki You know what I'm saying But those would be the ones To where you would find Their music on the radio as well But you would not hear A Rhapsody track Even though she deserves Like people don't even realize She was nominated for a Grammy For her first Three She's been She's three times Yeah nominated. So she was nominated Three times And no Like if, if I go on the street Right now Go to Hollywood Boulevard And say hey Find women and say Hey you listen to hip hop Yeah of course you know Rhapsody is They have no idea Who she is And that's because And it, it's not even The artist's fault It's just This is the This is what The radio wants you to hear They want you to know These type of characters So that You know you can be Because they know that That's sex sales So they're selling sex With the music And everything I, I agree with you that The radio doesn't um, Embrace or endorse Rhapsody Or, or, or um, Acts of her quality But my argument with you would be mm-hmm. what's the value of the radio like what's the value of it it's just that, in this day and age i think back is. in the day i think back in the day mm-hmm. i think i don't think that and let me respectfully i differ yeah this is this is what i think now i think back in the day you had to go to the radio station first mm-hmm. and the radio station indicated and dictated what was going to be hot to the streets I think now the streets indicate and dictate what's going to be hot to the radio and i think that's evident in things such as artists no longer pick singles Artists put out their bodies of work, and then what happens is they allow uh, the fans to pick what song from there is going to be hot and go ahead, and then they go ahead and be like, I'm going to do the video from that, and that becomes the single. People are no, it is very rare now to choose. That's why artists can now drop songs surprisingly. That is why they can drop them with no promo or any of that because. You don't you don't need to put out a video before. Back in the day, you got a video. You got two videos before the album even hit. You got one that was six <laughs> weeks before, and then you got one that was three weeks before the album hit. You got two songs. Now I, you don't even say, get that shit no more. People will throw out the album, and that's for instance. This is yeah. why on streaming platforms, if you have mm-hmm. not noticed, if you go on things like iTunes, people will um um providers are now that star that's next to those songs. Yeah, that, yeah. That's people gravitating. That's what's oh, yeah. people becoming mm-hmm. people's favorite songs. And that's how people are dictating what's becoming their singles and what's going to become the shit that they, um, that they make, push. that they, think, that they push. I think that's counter. I think that's the, the opposite of what it was when the radio was making something. You had to go take something to the radio and do the tour. <laughs> you don't boat. even see people go to, uh Oh, that's, that's driving the boat right there. That's driving the boat. Jackie don't know what driving the boat is, but she just made, <laughs> Hey, that's Mike Hill. Everybody in the, everybody in the, um, hey, what is it? The I'll chat. Play, I'll play the villain. Pretty much it's drinking. <laughs> yeah. It's, or it's just pouring somebody Hennessy. a shot oh, or like okay. any, any liquor. Okay. Anybody that's in the chat, hashtag hating ass Michael. <laughs> hey. Shout outs right now to everybody who is hashtag hey. hating ass Michael. TJ, can you, TJ, my brother, oh, my yeah, best hashtag. friend, can you please monitor and make sure that people are hashtag Spell the name right too. Michael. M Y K E L L. Let me tell you something. Anytime Michael is on this show, if you hashtag. 
Hey, Nas Michael, if you call in and say, hey, Nas Michael, I will give you seven seconds to be able to shout yourself out on the live. At the end of the episode, when we go and open the phone lines, if you come in Kirsten and you just lead in with, friend. hey, Nas Michael, <laughs> I will so allow you quick, seven like, seconds to be able to shout yourself out in your city, whatever shit, it is. As long as you don't say nothing crazy, you don't I'm make no wild threats or nothing, you come in. As soon as, you, as, soon as I turn on lines, you got to be like, hey, Nas Michael. And then I will <laughs> give you seven to seconds never, to get your shit off. Never not extra. Never not extra. But, hey. I kind of differ with you when it comes to because well, I think of like Kendrick, he, he had humble. Uh, that was his first single. Are we still talking about the radio? We're talking about the radio, right? Yeah. Because you I, like how you change the subject? No, oh, I. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was, I, I'm the villain. <laughs> I, I, I. Oh no, that was just it. a quick segue. I just wanted no, to yeah. put that. Yeah. No, yeah, I feel it. But um, yeah, I, I think that you still have to have your your single because you still kind of throw out your single to the radio to get you. Because everybody still wants that number one hit. You know what now, I'm saying? So, that's what, actually, so that sounds like more of a thing about like fame. You want to be like big. But if you want to be quote unquote successful, you don't necessarily need the radio. Like if you you have your core following. Like it's people you and me listen to. Like they might not sell out staples, but they'll sell out in little in little venues around the country. You have your core fan base. Now, so this that's is, the difference. radios for you to just be like, I want you motherfuckers to see my face. 10,000 in, in a stadium. Now, let me ask you a question. Okay. I understand. Aside from that one what other what other one can we remember kendrick what other singles no you had um you had uh so from to pimper butterfly you had tracks like uh king kunta i was a track that he put out before i was terrible i was terrible yeah i, I was out for almost a year before caught no type of no, it's I, a cool little wave. It just I even caught flack. I remember on the Breakfast Club, they criticized I so heavily. No, I know he was there too. And it was like, well, that's a, what they say. That's the jack off anthem. I think yes. they told him that. So we we and I was said to that man's face. I when it first came out was not but, highly received. King Kunta came out shortly before To Pimp a Butterfly yeah. dropped. Shortly, and it didn't even yeah. come out on the radio. That dropped with a video first. No, yeah, I know, yeah, because uh-huh. that. Just for reasons I know, that dropped with a video first. But I think the difference is what he said was key was that you don't need the radio no more to be a, a big name. But the radio just puts you into that. It gives you that added boost because but it only happens if you're part of a major label. And that was what I was just about to say, which is what a lot of people are not anymore. Yeah, radio is ran by the labels yeah. and yep. majority of artists now because of sound because of streaming platforms. Uh-huh iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, most of these guys are just, when you look, if you go onto the bottom of your iTunes, if you scroll all the way to the bottom, look at the last, after the last song, there's a little imprint that shows you where the person is signed to. More times than not, a lot of these artists that are getting hot are just record labels that are straight out of the basement, out of the garage, them and their homeboys. True. You look at somebody like Lil Baby, Faux mm-hmm. Pockets, you look at the Migos with QC, even, they were early QC when it was just yeah. uh, in-house, just some shit they was doing. Hey, I met QC, cool dude too. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, I think it's... um. I think it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, if you're on the major, the major's got the radio. Yeah. But how many cats is really, even if you're on the major, how many people are on the major and, and got enough buzz for the major to even feel like, yeah, we need to be pushing his shit right now? Because think about this. Even if you do that, you got to get hot in the streets first and then the majors yeah. would be like, oh, yeah, now he got enough mm-hmm. buzz for us to put a budget behind him, go out there and push him and, and give him a buzz. Because nowadays, I don't, you, you don't need majors to be... No, uh, a big star, but to become a mega star, I think that you need a major because they just they do they get you the GQ magazines, they do all that stuff for you. But think about the number one song. Think about what's the number one no, song. No, I right think now? even with that, I think it'll. I think Old Town Road. Old Town exactly. Road. So the reason why Old Town Road got big because the radio picked it up and pushed the shit to another no. level. No, it was social media. And no, what else? It was no, no, and what else? Radio. What else? No, no. I'll tell you what else it was. 
old they took that old town road song and put it behind that red uh, red dead redemption as soon as that had came out Fact and on the too. internet in the internet people didn't know that that wasn't the real song that was going behind that when that red De- uh, red dead redemption whatever that shit is called came out, tj that's the name of it right tj mm-hmm. is our local video gamer he's our in-house i don't play <laughs> i was but like what's red redemption is that video game? It's, it's a like a cowboy game that you get to that pick it's it, yeah. like the grand oh, okay. theft auto of cowboy, cowboy games oh yeah it's the, same, it's the same company yeah. that made it, so oh, it's Rockstar. Okay. when it's they did that shit and they put that behind it that was my introduction to it i seen that shit on on a, a youtube clip where it was, they played the a preview of the video game, and that shit was behind it. And I was like, "What the fuck is this song?" Yeah, like, and then KT, shout out KT from Dirty Laundry. He play, he was playing it. He was like, "You ain't heard this shit, bro." He was like, "It's about this little nigga called Lil Nas X," and he showed me who it was and and showed me the shit. That was the original version yeah. before Billy Billy Ray Cyrus. So even with that, that blew up off of social media, internet, mm-hmm. word of mouth. It's a proven fact right now. YouTube is the biggest platform that anybody yes. consumes. No, music. Yeah. Yes, true. So with that being said, YouTube is. Is everywhere. It's people you can download as an app on any platform, any phone, tablets, anything. They got a children's YouTube and all that shit. So with that being said, nobody's really listening to the radio because right. nine times out of ten, it's where where are radios at now? In the reality, like when you go to work, do anybody got a fucking radio on their desk? No, <laughs> no, they don't. Is your boss playing like the radio anywhere? Like nobody listens to the radio. You got your headphones in, and nine times out of ten. You're listening. You're streaming something. I'm right. trying to see what are the top songs right now, because a lot of people, um, I just think like, so for big time music fans, you you know where to go and find your music. But for people who aren't big music fans and just want to like, man, I just well, let me see what people are listening to. They What's just weird Nazis are those. No, you have some. You have some weird. I was gonna say something, but that would have been a little racist. <laughs> I was gonna say white people. Wow, certain white people. When they listen to that music, when it comes to certain hits, they go to I mean, yeah, they do yeah, they is go to racist? the radio. Is that racist? Is it racist? I don't think so. They just might because they listen to the radio. Them and Asians listen to the radio more. Like we know, we know our artists. Uh, I will say, I will say, Latinos uh, in LA, in LA, Latinos uh, listen to a lot of radio for sure. That's why you have a lot of Latino think about radio this. personalities, yeah. like Power oh, yeah, 106. Like, do they listen to like because in LA only? Because in LA, like if you think about all the, like Power 106, the Three real shows, like yeah. most of the radio shows, they have at least one to two Latino people mm. that are if not they're not the main host, they're at least attached to the show. I mean, and it's only because they? it's only in LA. Yes, are they listening even, for the host or for like the even music? Ryan Seacrest? Yeah, has I think they're listening for the host. No, no, no. But I think the music comes on. No, I no, think but it's, it's the, the it's, host. it's the audience. The audience. And in LA, I agree. Latinos listen to radio, agree, which yeah. is why Latinos are that's on what I was radio personalities. Yeah, I do they listen? To why the, is that? Are they listening for the personalities or for the personalities? Music? Yeah, because like I, I, I like I'll sometimes tune into the radio if I'm up nah, early because I listen to Big Boy. Yeah, I, I like Big Boy. Yeah. Yeah. but Big Boy, it's Big Boy, and then what? Like what I is this? He got nothing but Latinos. Big Boy is Latino. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Do you know who Vicente Fernandez is? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, you're from LA, but not most people don't. Mm-hmm. And he does. So he's literally like what LA it represents. He's married and to a Hispanic woman. He so. is. Mm-hmm. And but then I the rest of his co hosts are Latinos. LA LA is Latino. Like like you said, if you if you you can't you can't take that you America. can't take Hold on. First <laughs> off, no, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You can come here for the white people. You can come, you can even come in this motherfucker for the black people. Yeah. But what, if you don't, if you want to take over LA, if you don't get hand in hand with the Latino community, you yeah. ain't gonna get it. Right. I don't give a fuck. 
Like that's just one hundred. I'm black. I'm one hundred percent black. I love it. I got black pride. But if you don't Facts. get if you don't get associated with the Latino community in LA, yeah. then you will not have no chance of true. having no true success, no mm-hmm. true long term success out this bitch. Not even a radio in anything you yeah. do. We're very and loyal. Not, and I was just gonna say that not only are they loyal, but them motherfuckers like once you get one Latino on the gang, you they them motherfuckers come. Why you come, think they're getting music on this Jack- they, they will hold no, your ass like, like come on, um, like like the loyalty <laughs> is like. No, they, they, no, like, no, 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 Jackie, Jackie, we got Jackie. Like yeah. they, them motherfuckers, it's just, yeah, it's a man. love. Like you instantly, it's a family dynamic. I think that's all that like Latinos know. It's mm-hmm. a, that's the same thing. It's an instant. They don't have friends. Like they either don't fuck with you or you family. Yeah, right. either don't fuck with you, you can come to Granny House and get a plate. Like that's <laughs> how it kind of works. That's what I said. But like that's what I was talking about. Like when I go to um when I've been to a couple of Magic's things, it's like like I know Magic is like. Way be outside of our generation. I saw thirteen Magic years. Johnson. No, no, no. no. For those oh, okay. who don't know, for those who don't <laughs> know, Magic? MC Magic. Okay, MC Magic. He's a rapper. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, bro, I need to hang with you. I'm trying to be <laughs> oh. chilling with Magic Johnson, dog. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, MC, I, MC. No. But no, like at, at his concerts, like it'll be fucking thirteen year, years old, year old kids in the crowd knowing that shit word for word. It's not a game. So yeah, like they, they like loyalty is like. Oh, what are they y'all doing? Y'all hey, we just joined see. Good News and you motherfuckers is uh, no, doing no, secret. No, there's this little gnat that they they was lying to his this fucking bug. I thought that I was doing a secret handshake. For those, for those who don't, who, who can't see this shit, Damn. Jackie and hating ass Michael <laughs> was just like fanning their hands trying to hit a gnat, but it looked like they was doing hand signals to each other. And I kept saying, it keeps going on your face. And he was like, it's my muscles. I was like, your muscles has nothing to do with your face. We just joined Good News, so we didn't know if they was trying to set us up. I don't know um, what was going to happen. I didn't know what was Nothing's happening. Nothing's going on. I seen it's Belly. It's my family right here. All right, just make it. No, not like that. I, I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck y'all was doing. But, <laughs> I didn't know what happened. I didn't know. But, um, yeah, what was we talking about? Finish it, TJ. <laughs> that was it. All I was I'm just sorry. Oh, no, the Latino community. When you go to Magic, 13-year-olds yeah, be there like, um, with, with the loyalty to an artist is just that. Like, for years, this man is just, yeah. This like, dude is insane. That was it. That was that, that threw me the fuck off. I'm so see, sorry. Like, Who? I, I really thought. No, I thought they was. I thought it was. Gonna, was gonna what did you think we were doing? Nigga, I don't know, I thought no, they was we didn't know what was, was happening. Like, like we just. I didn't know if he hit shit. Y'all was passing licks. What? Doing sign language. No, hey, she is very abusive. So just to let you guys. Wait know. a minute. Hey, that's my kid. Why are you lying over here? That's another divide and conquer type of statement right there. Do not try to divide my team. This is my team now. Hey, Jackie. Jackie is a beautiful person. Thank you. She's really nice. She'll take you over to. Boxers dailies, which is I was just telling you about that, and she's gonna make sure that you're taken care of. So Always, it's, it's all love for Jack. And now what? The bartenders take care of you. You be yep. getting free drinks. Over hey, there. end of the story. Does she bring out the brass knuckles and talk about like how you didn't do right on the fucking show? <laughs> <laughs> no, like he said, she has the razor blade. Oh. <laughs> she got the razor blade in the purse. Yeah, I believe okay. it. Yeah. I believe Jackie got to switch. I gotta stay ready, y'all. Oh she's yeah. Loca. Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to YG. Hey, so okay. YG, well, let's genius. do it. You ready? Go, you ready? Love, no, hold go. on. Stop. Okay. You ready? If we're going to talk about YG, I understand with that. Let's do it. Let's talk about two things real quick. Okay. Here we go. Oh. How do you feel about the the um, the Loka song? Because I seen a young lady on on Twitter this week. She kind of got... Nah, she got put on the barbecue pit. They roasted that young oh, bitch no. she because do? she said that um, she was talking about Latina appropriation. One, oh, because yeah. of Meg with the um, Meg put on the Pendleton and had uh, the blue. And then she said um, they found they digged up some of her other stuff on Twitter. And she said that YG with the my my chick go loco. Yeah, he was uh, culturally appropriate, cultural appropriation of Latino culture. How do you? I think okay. I understand where people are coming from. As a Latina, I'm speaking because we talked about this on my show, mm-hmm. and we literally were talking about this. 
at, at a little bit, he had a little bit of that. But I'm going to tell you about YG. Why YG is still, when Latinos mess with YG is because he has nothing but love for us. He is born and raised in L.A. He loves the people. He knows the culture. I will say this. The mariachi people that he had on Ellen show, they weren't really playing their instruments. They were like background. <laughs> like, yeah, they were like props. Yeah, I'm okay. like, bro, if you're really going to have mariachi, let them fucking play because they, they know how to play. But I'll say this. When him and Ty and Tyga were in the mariachi suits, that was a little too much. Hey, honestly, that, sh- that shit was dope. Honestly, I like the I like the music. <laughs> I like the song. It was dope. He said I don't. I'm not mad at the song. I'm not mad at the song. Dope, it's a right? clean, well, mariachis are fucking suits are clean. They're dope. I'm They're the way that they are. Look. Hey, I'm telling y'all right now. Why that, do I sound so low? That though? is that is my oh, Halloween. That's my Halloween. No, costume. you can't do that. Can I ask you a question? You can't do that. Can I ask that? you a question? Nah, bro, Hold on. I don't know. I would, I would, can, I would can really like that, somebody, somebody who lives in like, no, like but my best what, for us in LA. I'm gonna tell you the truth and like some people might not represent it or be able to convey it the proper way. Okay, it's impossible to live here and not in some degree be influenced by it. By right. Latino culture, you have to. Whether you're gonna eat Mexican food, black of people course. have more Taco no. Tuesday. You see LeBron James Taco Tuesday. That's such just. That's a why I like the song. I do. I like no, white. What I'm saying. What I'm. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm saying in terms of like putting on the outfits. We might not know why we rocking some shit, but some shit just kind of like that shit clean. If I'm gonna do it, I'm not making fun of it. I've seen this shit my whole life. Like I understand in L. A. the black and brown culture, which I love, has like. We're, we understand each other. We're a part of each other. Our cultures have meshed here in L.A. And, but at the same time, you have to also remember, because of that, there's a lot of Latinos that use the N-word. And a lot of people don't like that. And they're, even though they don't say it with bad intentions, they don't say it with a way to put you down. It's like because they feel like they're a part of you. They're, they're, you guys were raised together. I've never been one to use the N-word. Never. I had a, a teacher in, in school. And ever since then, I have nothing but respect. And he explained not only to the brown folks, but to the black folks why they should not use the N-word. So ever since then, I said, you know what? I'm never going to use the N-word. But it's in my life, day to day, no matter what. You guys say it, people. I hang out with everybody. White, Asian, black. It don't matter. That's just me and my personality. You got What you mean you got? No, I'm just saying. Oh, but my no, God. You got. <laughs> no, but. I understand <laughs> what you're saying there, but I think there's a different influence when we talk about something that is. Because even Like the mariachi N-word. music, the, the attire, the, I would the, agree. the uniforms. I understand what you're saying about the influence of that, but that is something that's more of a negative that we attempted to turn positive and t- attempted to make something that later on became popular. For us, you right. guys' culture. Uh, mariachi and those things are always positive things throughout the culture those are only truly associated with positive things so any association that we have with those things it's not us um, in our opinion it's not something that's something that's from a negative some people make fun of it though I agree with her agreed agreed some people of course and that's what anything though you're gonna always have people who pander to it you don't understand why they wear certain things and you're gonna have people like Michael wearing it for Halloween like I'm a fucking mariachi like bro know the history if you're gonna know it know what you're doing know what you're wearing all of that shit don't just put it on just because it looks good but understand why they wear what they you wear you know my history and no like things yeah. that i do so. you like latina woman that don't mean <laughs> it's history <laughs> no i agree with her to that to that point of like you i think it should be i don't know like i think a certain culture is kind of the what am i saying like they're the boss of, of how to regulate how you deal with my cultural things so like she said who, like who to, is who is they the culture like oh, if okay. i'm of the culture i i am the one who kind of sets the bar of how other cultures 
Fact. may take or use my stuff. Mm-hmm. So when like with the mariachi stuff, like I understand, like it's cool to me. It might be cool to you, or cool. I think this shit fire. Like it looks dope. dope. But man. see, me it's dope too. Like, it, like I love the color gold, and more times than not, gold is like the centerpiece for those not even outfits. That. So like that shit is the cleanest. When I think of when I see, even like when I think of, um, I'm sorry to interject, no, no, but no. just one more thing. What is the uh, the Pisces, yeah. bro? When I see the if Pisa I dress as a Pisa, would you be mad? The belt and the jeans and the shoe. I, be like, I was just waiting for you to like take clean, my point, but that was the Mexican cowboy. Uh, come on, man. Yeah, mine, they mine be is, clean. This yeah. said, and I don't want—I don't want it to sound rude, but mine is like I remember when Antonio Banderas should take them guns out that bitch. So I be looking at that <laughs> shit like these Bruh. niggas is fucking like hard. The these niggas is the, the hardest niggas ever. Man. Like but, the Pisces I used to see. I used to, I, my granny grew up. I was on the east side of Compton. I'm sorry. Pisces be taking their ladies out. They be clean. They be having their <laughs> shit. They be oh, yeah. walking their lady to the car, nah, putting her bro. in the car, holding her head. Hey. I used to be like them. Them niggas the most no, player. Like play, when you nah. see them with them shoes. Hey, I'm telling y'all right now. So it's a respect thing that I be like. No, they player ass niggas. I also liking them. Like not in how they act, but just in how like they got showy dress. I liken them to our pimps. Just no, just like I, just I don't how they say pimps. like as far as dress. Just I say like, like the epitome you, of like, gentlemen. You look at a pimp like, like niggas. Like when we went to the BET experience. Fucking Don Magic Wong was there, and everybody think that nigga cool as fuck. He looked like that Crown Royal bag, and Facts. in my mind, I that see this nigga, hilarious. and I'm like, he's still cool as a motherfucker. <laughs> and they be wearing the same flashy shit, dog. Them niggas be having like fucking. Uh, Bedazzled snake skin boots, and I'm like, this the coldest nigga ever. Hey, I'm yeah. telling y'all right now, for a week, I'm just but it's a, it's a certain. You better not. I don't know, man. Well, no, okay, wait. Yeah, he brought me back. My thing is like, yeah, you just, I just wouldn't. As much as I think it's dope, I appreciate it from afar. But because even as long as I've been in California, like my whole life, I still don't know the intricacies of the culture like that to just go. I'm aware of that shit because that shit got a history to it. Yeah. Like if I see other, like even as far as like you know, white person might be saying. <laughs> Say some cool shit that was made last week in a rap song. They come to you and say, "Oh my god, that shit's on fleek." You'd be like, "Bitch, shut the fuck up." <laughs> that ain't got. That's not even anywhere near as deep. I think as that. I think that's because it's just a detachment from. I think culturally, like us in LA, we just had a detachment from his like our. We had a detachment from cultures. Period. African Americans. Period. I think. No, I think all people. Mm-hmm. I think when you there was a. Um, African Americans period We just have a detachment Because of our own history here Yeah yeah I think when you look at uh, Hispanics or Mexicans Latinos The people that come here From um, those areas It's a It's a detachment From their culture Because it's uh, It feels like it's um, In my opinion From the outside looking in There's a um, Pressure to conform Mm. Uh, Especially um, Prior to this Like especially now In this area I think there was a brief window Like in the 2000s Early 2000s Like 2010s It was kind of like When you had like the, uh, Obama and shit It was cool Like yeah, to yeah, be yeah. like You know Mexican pride And mm-hmm. even in the 90s When you had Basically when you had Democrat presidents mm-hmm. That wasn't trying to like Snatch Mexicans up And deport them back And snatch yeah, yeah, Latinos yeah. And send them back There was the ability To be like black pride I mean black love Brown pride And you can, you can be Outward with that shit when you got a like a Republican, the motherfucker, you got to tuck the fuck away. <laughs> you, like, you know what I'm saying? So I think I think that pressure yeah. to get to L.A. and have to conform, you tuck away that little bit of like pride that, you that pride, that mm-hmm. attachment to your culture, and, and you don't. They you don't, do that or we do that. Black people, I don't think it was a true association or a true knowledge. Because of I think I, Mexicans, yeah. when they get here, you have to detach from it to be able to conform to what L.A. society is. Because L.A., as much people might think L.A. is racism, L.A. is not racism. L.A. is classism. LA is what's what's going on, brother? This is Chill Will Radio. He is from the Good News Radio family. Hey, Hey. building man. He has his show Sundays. I think it's a pressure when you're in LA to conform. 
Y'all getting love day one, man. Y'all got three different everybody shows. Everybody in the chat box, love, they man. are loving your show, by the way. Shout out to everybody in the chat box. Um, shout out some people with some names, TJ. God damn it, you working this shit. Was. The they fuck was, is going well, on, TJ? Crystal's in the, the chat box. Crystal says, yo, new show alert. She's showing y'all love. Shout out some people hating ass Michael. You a hating ass Bri- Michael. No. <laughs> Brianna's in there. Moni. Moni. Shout out, hey, shout out Brianna. Brianna. She, hey, Part Brianna, of the that's team. my girl. Shout out, Bri. Brianna, hey, She that's came right. in with us. Shout out Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah. And then Kirsten's hashtag. Hating ass Michael. Kirsten. And then Crystal wants to know what did Michael do to get that hashtag? He just came in here hating on Jackie, who was our program director. Let me tell you something right now about Just a Dope Ass Radio Show. We gang, 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 gang. It's a whole bunch of loyalty over here. So you come over here trying to ride on the Hey, that's our team, too, right there. Hey, chill, Will. Chill, Will. That's our team. Open invite, bro. You always welcome. Uh, Every Saturday, we in this bitch. You always welcome. (laughs) But if you try to ride on the boss lady, you you got got issues. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's to anybody who want to know. I mean, we all good news, but understand something. If you ride on the boss lady, I appreciate that. We got a whole bunch of issues around. I'm going to bring you more gifts, yo. Yeah. And I'm an old ass man, but I still got a couple fights left in me. You are not problem. old. You I got a problem old. using it for Jackie. I got like seven fights left Aww. in me. Seven. I got seven. seven. Fights. I got this got to be good. Do you got a favorite dude. snack? I, I'm at 12. Do you have a favorite snack? I'm going to bring you um, snacks. I'm going to bring you sweets. You, 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 like you, you got 12 good ones left in me? I got 12 good ones. I got 12 good ones. I don't know. Uh, give me some. Uh, we'll guy. talk about that off here. I got you. I got you. I think you like marshmallows. Who? Marshmallows? <laughs> Is you trying to play me? Is that is that is that what you haters eat? Is that a hating ass snack? Hater. Do people like marshmallows? Hey, we, yeah. you gonna eat s'mores? Bro? Like, who do people like marshmallows? You eat s'mores? I don't I fuck with marshmallows like that. I like marshmallows. Um, just FYI, we're planning certain, like a good eat, news. Certain, you eat like a white woman day, on Pinterest. Well, we're gonna play games, no. and it's gonna be the good news uh, studio against the good news sports. In so sports? we're playing against their team. In sports. sports. Don't on. worry, my team's coming solid. I got my team. Hey, I hope your team's ready. Wait, are we playing sports or talking about sports? No, we playing. We're going to go play either dodgeball or softball I'm or, be okay. you know, football, tag, whatever, hey, the flag. I got mostly athletes. Y'all in oh, you don't think Ooh, my team is you athletes? Must, you must going to be the referee. He's talking smack. <laughs> you don't look like nobody's ever- My team is coming for you, Michael. I'm okay. just saying, y'all Michael, better be ready. Michael, you got you got a tank top on in here. You look, <laughs> I can see what you look like. You I can don't see what just you're because like, you, you talk about sports, don't I want to let Moni know it's all love, but you got a dad body. You look like you drove a minivan here today. Hey, I drink too much henny, and y'all, y'all, why am I walking here? Hey, bro, you got you want some henny? Michael, you look like a pillowcase full of dominoes, and you think that you're gonna beat me in any type of sport? Is that what you think, sir? I can't wait. I can't wait. We going? You ready for my team? Because my team is ready. I'm ready now. He at first he got hey, ass Michael. What are you going to do with me in any sport? <laughs> Why'd you oh, call that man? Say that man was as athletic as Private Pile. Like. That's it. <laughs> hey, that's my kid. He look like Papa? a thumb. He looked like a thumb in a tank top. That's what he looked like right now. You, what are you going to do with me? <laughs> Only thing you can do is sit down longer than me. That's oh, it. My team is ready for y'all. Just have hey. I can't wait for this. <laughs> you ain't going to be able to do shit but watch TV longer than me. If we have an Al Bundy contest, you might beat me, nigga. But that's about the only thing. Chopping wood? Oh, man. That's that's about the only thing hating ass Michael can beat me in. I don't man. know, man, because you can make $3 million apparently playing Fortnite. So, Yo, did y'all see uh, that right. shit? Goddamn right. Do you motherfuckers understand that Tiger Woods made $2 million for winning the Masters, and the young man that won <laughs> the Fortnite tournament made $3 million? Do what? y'all understand that That's shit? Oh, no, like, so I'm, for those who I'm don't know, it. Fortnite is a video game that your nephews and nieces, sons and daughters are probably... Games, you know, man, if you don't... Yeah. I mean, for most people that are just adults and working and, and just living life, the average the average man. adult, the average adult in reality doesn't understand or doesn't know. And even if you play Fortnite, some motherfuckers play it and just don't understand the gravity of this shit. 
That, I ain't like, never played as much as I like video games. I never even picked boom. that motherfucker up. So with that I being said, Fortnite. Fortnite is a game where you basically build shit and kill people. What? And these motherfuckers have tournaments, <sighs> and the tournament just happened where a young man yeah. won and won three million how American. old was 16 he's like he's he 16. Was 16 years oh old so understand yeah. something i worked for a company Look. i worked for red bull the energy drink company they have a whole e-gaming team oh, yeah. fucking teenagers who live in a house they have a gym they have a trainer who comes and wakes them up what? they have a chef who cooks for them and they go and they make sure that their bodies are in tip-top shape to be able to sit for 12 hours plus a day <laughs> what Nigga, you it's TV uh, shows hey, about for all those saying, who don't yo, know you can Google this. Is everybody yeah. out here Google this because you have Instagram to sit for hours. Deion Sanders with like Prime U and it's great. Y'all got the sports network and it's great. It's amazing. E3 I'm, gaming. Conference. I'm handing my fucking child a gaming console at five, and y'all can keep all these motherfucking basketball shits and combines and fuck all that. We're gonna get these I'm games, son. All right, X X up down. Get the fucking codes. It's a what? show. It's yeah. a TV show. People, for those That's that crazy. are listening, you can please Google, turn in. Up even like, before him, in. there was the dude. Fucking the ninja, ninja dude ninja is a ninja. Yeah. ninja makes seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars just for an appearance. Appearance, nigga. And this is the ill shit. Now ninja is starting to negotiate mm-hmm. that he. <laughs> you have to take this nigga's girlfriend. Wow. In on the appearance, he'll give you a slight discount, but this is the ill shit. He'll give you a discount like eighty <laughs> grand, but you got to book her for like two hundred grand. That's fucking yep. wow. So that's the sick shit. So the nigga be like, oh yeah, it's seven twenty five. I'll let you book me for six fifty, but you got to pay her two hundred. And it's crazy about that because you see the nigga just charge you up fifty thousand. You can go to Asia, like China, uh, Japan, Damn. different places to where. If you're great on a video game, you're the LeBron James of Absolutely. that. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's you so You ain't got that far, bro. You go to Twitch. Twitch. There you go. But, like, yeah, even before Twitch, like, they were really big on, like, the tournaments. Because, like, I, um, you know, like, I look on YouTube for, like, the upcoming yeah. games or whatever. And, you know, YouTube will fucking plug. Hey, you watching this? Let's algorithm all this other weird shit you've been doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, like, you'll see, it'd be grown-ass men in there who were playing, like, fucking, uh, I don't know, Marvel versus Capcom from, like, sure. 02 mm-hmm. and making $500,000 a win or some shit. It's some crazy shit. And I, I kind of, I didn't think it would become this big, but, like, I play Madden. You know, I don't that play. That shit, too. Yeah, I don't play it as much as I used to, but I play it, and there was a point that, you know, I would play people for money. Like, mm-hmm. you can you could play people for money. So, you can say, bet 200 this game. You know, bet $50, you know. And you can actually pay. And I knew people, that's how they was paying some of their rent. Absolutely. Because they had gone there and say, bro, I, I played 15 Madden games this, this week. You know, I won 10 of them. We played a, $100, $150 a game. Bro, you just got you some good Dead money ass. off playing a video game. Oh, yeah, this game so, shit is wild. Like serious. you said, hey. You had them kids, bring their ass, put oh, them no, on the yeah, game. You know, like, you know, I wouldn't stop my yeah. child from doing anything if my kid was like, yeah, dad, I want to play fucking football, soccer. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. You know, we're going to pass you some of these longevity sports. Yeah, man. for real. Get this let baseball me, or whatever. Let me but, get you on this Fortnite. So see right here, yeah. you got three kills so far. So survive and kill a few more. <laughs> and you're going to be, we going to be rich forever. Hey, and we going to be rich quick. Like, yeah. you're like 16? Hey, yeah. random as hell. What? We segue to this really quickly. But I just, I realized something I had something through. In my week when we were having a cultural conversation that I wanted to talk about, so I want to kind of backtrack in this conversation that really quick. I just want to touch on cultural conversation. Yeah, really quick. Sounds, when we were yeah. having a conversation about cultural shit, it was this joke that I thought was 
wildly inappropriate, but it was so good I'm that so I was ready. like, "Fuck it, I'd rather take the risk and go ahead." We're gonna be Keith and Jackie's problem child anyway, uh, so fuck it. What risk? Let's do like- it. Look, the joke was this: so a guy who was in the Holocaust, right? He survives the Holocaust, lives yes. a long life, and dies later, right? He dies and he goes to heaven. He talks to God and he tells God a Holocaust joke, and God was like, "That's not funny." And the guy was like, "Oh, I guess you had to be there." <laughs> that's fucked. Oh, that wow, okay. that's dangerous. Yeah, wow. that's tough. I'm glad that this was said on the first show by him. Oh, that way, nigga. anything I say from here, because usually, it's usually me who jump out the window with some shit like that. But like, I'm glad that he started off first with a Holocaust joke. That way, whatever the fuck I say wow. moving forward, can't nobody tell me shit. Wait, and, and, and the Jews, the Jews, really laughing over the here. Jews run uh, media period, so I, right. I, I might have to step away, man. Cause oh, but look, podcast is like, well, uh, radio, I guess, it is still kind of monitored, I guess. But I mean, now right, in this freedom. area, it's kind of freedom. It's still, I mean, that could be like a boost to them, like, man. Yeah. But my the thing is, is, is the it's joke not, it's not out, like, yeah. he's such a good people who like, punk, could deal I mean, with it, nigga. Like, it's you can't take a joke so much as it is a think piece. It's a thing, but there it is. It, it, it sparks debate hey, and it sparks conversation and it sparks opinion question. for people and stuff because you really have to look at it. It's so layered. And I'm going to let you get that no, question no, yeah, off like because I, I want to give this disclaimer because I left that joke so wide open because it was funny as fuck to me. I think Jackie moved the mic. She was like, nope, not, not, no, nope, nope. I think Holocaust that when you look at that, it's so layered because in reality, I'm going to let you know who said it because I'm going to go ahead and let it know. It was said on Jerry Seinfeld's show, Comedians in Cars with Coffee. So it was said on that a Jewish man's okay. show, show. It's not offensive. Oh, oh okay. It was said in the. I didn't just. Like, I wasn't just in the pool hall. Which comedian said it? That is true. He's a Jewish man. I was it's an episode it was a rich where, Ricky Gervais, where Ricky Gervais. Where Ricky Gervais. It sounds like he Hannibal tells Burry. This, he, tells this, he tells the joke to Jerry Seinfeld, and Jerry Seinfeld is like, yo, that's an amazing joke because it is so layered. Because when you think about it, in reality, if God was there. He did nothing about the Holocaust. No, yeah. And it was, and if he was, if he like wasn't there, it was like, where the fuck was you at? Like, wow, that means we the Holocaust have. was happening. To you. I heard God play golf, so he probably was golfing. And that's what Ricky Gervais was saying. Like Ricky Gervais was like, he don't, he don't pray. And then people like always condemn him for not praying. And he was like, they were like, oh, you're so arrogant to not pray. And he's like, he said some shit that really will make you think. He's like, how arrogant are you to pray to a guy who didn't stop the Holocaust, but you pray to him hoping he'll help you find your car keys. Dang. Like how arrogant are you to think that this same God that allows babies like you gonna pray to him and be like oh God let me get this job and it's a baby yeah, dying that's, like that's deep your level of arrogance <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's deep right there well so what does the black man say to God what's up again bro? your level of arrogance <laughs> to pray to God about a job interview I mean, you know, like, you know. like good, in bro. reality I'm, that I'm makes trying, you start to realize like what's trying you? to get this mixtape off what's up yeah, yeah like I'm niggas, you know, niggas yeah. like please God if I if I if I make it in rap I won't sell crack no more yeah. guys like nigga wait I'm trying to file away these cancer patients give me one second I'll get to your rap <laughs> dreams like <laughs> that's great but hey, you had a question what's your <laughs> like God is backlogged <laughs> yeah. come on God, now man, that's just and it's, so much in this day and age God got a cell phone hey, God's look, got man, DMs I just cleared out this it's shit so from 86 hey, y'all, y'all ain't like, see relax. Bruce Almighty y'all ain't see Bruce Almighty if God yeah. answered everybody's uh, problems it'd still be crazy so yeah. I think honestly, that. I don't think I think God got us on voicemail. I think God somewhere building some shit and be like, yeah. "Y'all oh, gave y'all the tools." He playing, like, he he's delegating. Yeah, man, man, it ain't, man, it ain't my fault. Y'all fucked up the lessons. I gave y'all the blueprint. Y'all out here fucking it up. I'm out here building some shit. I'm way over in the universe. High blood pressure. <laughs> Nobody told you to eat a fucking pig, bitch. It's beans and uh, asparagus out here, bitch. You eating pigs? No, that's like, why you got high blood pressure. Don't pray to me now. Speaking like, of jokes, that's what God like, is saying um, to you. Louis C.K. did a joke about that. He was just talking about like if God comes back. 
And it'd be like people down here, like, it was something along the lines of like, I'm depressed. And guy would be like, what the fuck are you depressed for? My job. And guy would be like, what the fuck is a job? <laughs> yeah, like, like exactly. I need a job for money. The fuck, the fuck you need money, money for? Yeah, the fuck you need money to buy for? food, bitch. I put it on the floor. It's on like everything you need is there's grains and shit. I put animals Make on this bread. What the fuck are you talking? What's wrong with you? But no, like I don't know. You said Jews, and I just thought about like um, damn, like, power. I, that's I, what you I thought about. I said Jews, and you thought about power. No, you're okay. good. Your right, headphones just might be up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then, no, y'all. I mean, if I go deaf, that's fine. I mean, you didn't go on deaf about five episodes, yeah, so it's good. It's my turn. For those that are listening, this is TJ's first time wearing headphones during the. Yeah, um, man, I like wear them. I've worn them like three times while we were recording, and they lasted five minutes. I was like, you got this shit. Like, I like my ears. <laughs> but, um, no, like when you said, like, the Jewish shit and the Holocaust shit, it made me think about, like, as children, they send you to the fucking. Uh, did you t- ever take a field trip to the uh, Museum of Tolerance? Yeah, is that shit not the most traumatizing shit in the fucking world? Without a doubt. Yeah, I just was like, y'all could have talked like every time. Any like, I always think like y'all could have really. The only thing like I remember this, which lets me know it really fucked with me. It's like bombs. They show you like you got shot. This at the third. The time I went, I don't know if they still doing this. They would give you a card at the start, and it was of like a. Uh, I don't know. You don't know if they're a survivor yet. I went to this fucking trip. Oh, shit, like, yeah. Bro, they give you the shit, and it's like, it'll be a baby, a child, a grown-up. <laughs> Nigga, at both times I went, I had a baby and, like, a fucking toddler. They give you, you a, get to a, the end, a Holocaust you, survivor's trading card. Nigga, you go through the whole shit. You watching. They, they got, like, fucking these terrible exhibits. You walk through the fucking gas chamber, only to get to the end for it to go, um, little... Uh, Harold Schwartz was never found. Why the fuck would you do this to me, nigga? I'm 10. Like, I like Yu-Gi-Oh cards and shit, and now I got to sit here and deal with the fact that, uh, I don't know. Did you go to that shit? Did they send you to the fucking house? I think that's a part of, like, you the brainwashing and shit. Fuck. Shard, so they was only the traumatizing the kids who was born in the Shard, fucking Shard is, like, uh, 19 years old. By the time she got old yeah. enough. You only 19? No, she's 22. Oh, right? pretty much 19. Yeah, exactly. Wow. See? That's how I know you're an old nigga. Wow. That's how I know you're an old nigga. Old niggas be like, oh, no, yeah, you 20, 21 is the same thing as 14. Get away from me. Yeah. Yo, you're like, like 18 like, to 20, 18 to, like, 25. Yeah. Yeah. I only watched. Because um, you ain't I been through no life. And Frank. Yeah. See, you young people don't young people don't have the same experience because by the time y'all got older, the state had ran out of money. So they was like, you niggas, the state had ran out of money. They were sending us on tickets to the park. I I heard Bob blowing up in the background and shit, and I I cried. cried. I have a a question. What year were you born in? Nigga, you can't do math? 97. No, I can't. I just wanted to make it easy. I'm out. 97. Okay. Damn, you almost. This nigga wants to know her age. You need a scratch paper. You can use the rest of the episode to add the numbers up. Oh, shit. Holy shit. Head and ass Mike Hill can't do math. Oh, shit. No, hey. I, I can uh, teach it well too. I can teach it well. <laughs> oh man, hey, but that's crazy. Just to think about it, it's it's, it's the like idea. Like, what was you doing in '97, bro? Like, what was you doing in '97? In reality, I was uh, eight years old. So and I, probably listening to Tupac. Like, but like, you was playing football and shit. Like, you was riding your bike. Like, yeah, you, was, you had to be in before yeah. the street lights and shit. And she Fact. was born. Yeah, she like was that should be tripping you yeah. out sometimes. Yeah. So that's why I tripped. Yeah, amazing. Like, like a, as a nigga who was yeah, there, she's yeah. wild. Yeah. <laughs> I find myself doing that. Like I got little cousins that was born like my senior year in high school and shit, and they think I'm older than what I am. Like I'm 29, I'll be 30 yeah, this year. I'm so as well. I find myself trying to prove to 11 year olds that I'm still young. Yeah, like that's the most immature God. shit <laughs> in the <laughs> fucking <laughs> world yeah, to I'm try to that. prove to kids that just still yeah. a child. No, you got to. I be in there rapping songs all loud and shit, trying to make sure they know I know the lyrics to young songs and shit. I, I know who the baby is I know nah, who he bro. is You gotta work no, you with don't. kids you And then that shit Will wash over you in a week 
Yeah. Like having work with kids, I was like, man, fuck no, it's you. You gotta see. That's the thing. You gotta be around kids you care about. But you gotta be around kids you want to connect with. No, like, I, 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 ki- I can legitimately say like, no, no it's not because it ain't because of shit. They like, but no, no, no. In reality, by comparison, like my little cousins. I care about them way more than any kid I could ever work with. Oh yeah. So I care about them being. I care to being being able to connect with them. Like I will be taking them to cool ass places and shit, thinking I'm <laughs> taking them somewhere really nice that they're gonna be impressed with and shit. And they'll be on their cell phones the whole goddamn time, whole time. Get there and be like, "Who is that?" I'd be Man. like, "That's uh, what's the name from off the show <laughs> on this? She been on TV for twenty years." They'd be like, "I don't know her." Okay, no, she know blue face <laughs> You little motherfuckers I'm taking you home To my auntie And that, that's when no I more. realized I was old When I was listening To a certain song And my oldest niece Who's just going to high school Was like Why are you listening To that song I said what Fuck you mean I get drunk to this Yeah I was like What are you talking about like, I live the life You want to live To these songs You gotta <laughs> shut the fuck up And admire me hey. You little piece of shit So hey it's But just imagine When she Told was my brother to When she you. was like 12 She had a cell phone And was doing all that to where we were 12. We was outside playing tag. Mm-hmm. Thought we was popping. You know what I'm saying? So it's just. Where did you get a cell phone? Little 12 year old cousin be asking you about housewives and shit. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? Why are you watching this? Right. They be spending night child's like, you don't get housewives. I'm telling you, my 14 year old goddaughter is listening to Meg the Stallion. No, no, I don't no. like that. I think it was I don't like it. Was officially so you don't know about this. Because I know some mom made you do it. Yeah, I was. At, well, no, I was in middle school at twelve. So okay, well, yeah, twelve was, was perfect. Like twelve or thirteen. What? I got a, I got a cell phone. She was like, a, he know he was spot on with the cell phone. But shit. that was yeah, because like first off, people who got that shit, it's not because you got it for the same reason. If you got it when in our at in our day, I that's know how we are. That was because I didn't know what the fuck you are. <laughs> Thirty years yeah. exactly. No, no, that no, no, became I, the difference. I don't know about for era, me. I just know no, my no, mama, for me, our mama, where the fuck you at? Not even that. For me. My parents, like, in my area, you got it because your parents just had some money. Like, everybody who daddy was a drug dealer and shit, they had cell phones and Jordans and all that shit. (laughs) For me, the younger generation, they had to. to. It was mandatory, not before a a stylish reason, for safety reasons. Parents had to, and and financial reasons as well, because more times than not, parents had to work in a way that was like, Yo, I don't have time to be able to pick you up, drop you off. So you need to be able to get your twelve year ass, twelve year old ass on the bus and get home. And I need to be able to call you and make sure you safe. Text you when you get out of school. Call me when you get home. I think that became a thing by the you time Shard was a miss kid. Miss one of them calls. Miss one of them checking. Nigga, it's like a PO. Your mama had to get I'm off work or go into that hallway on her break and call, call. you. Like, Come it's on, man. ingrained in me. Like, hey, fact. I've talked to. I'll talk to both my parents. Fuck pissy drunk Like anyway, I'm good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right No no I've legitimately told my father I'm at, I'm at this bitch house man yeah. Don't worry about it you know, I just didn't want, I didn't want to miss your call I, just, I didn't want to miss your call Cause you know You might come out here and stuff. Saturday night you drunk and shit you, I, you just, I would just get ready to go home Cause I know you're going to church tomorrow like, Fuck that part is he's, he's, he's grown enough now And he's moved past it Oh I thought If you busy why'd you answer Nigga, do, have you met you? Yeah. Did you, did you, did you rate you? Didn't, okay, well, whatever. Nigga, I still do this thing when my father calls me and I look around before I answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make sure I need to know what I'm defending. My dad is my best friend. I love that man to death. I swear to God. If my dad calls me. If my dad called me right now, I would look around the room. Like, this, like if he's somewhere in the corner or something, I'd be like, wait, what? Hold on, hold on. This nigga, can he see me? Can he see what I'm doing right now? I don't even have to be doing nothing. It's just, it's a thing. It's a programming. Diddy Fresco. Diddy Fresco? Diddy Fresco. Shout out to you. No, I just said I feel some type of way when these nine-year-olds got AirPods. <laughs> when a nine year old got AirPods, hey, look, let me tell you something, Yo, Fresco. If you see a nine year old with AirPods, size him up, bro. Size him up first. Up. <laughs> and if you look, if he look like you could take him, hey man, G that nigga, bro. 
Wow. <laughs> take, take, take because it. you want me to tell you why? Hey, your kid's big, though. Not even for that reason. Yeah, because these kids got anti-bullying now. Nobody fights no more. These fights build character. These kids ain't got bullies. No, they ain't a- got fights. They ain't got none of that shit. So you got to beat these kids up every chance you get so they can build some character. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's not because even. Because anti-bullying is fucking nah, up the a, world because it doesn't exist in reality. It does There's not a, exist. A, they put they press charges on that boy for dodgeball. Oh my Hold god. On one second. They dropped it. They dropped it. They he dropped it. That, that's but the thing. fact that they was even bringing charges on him. Right. Anti-bullying does not exist in the real world. When you see Walmart move into a neighborhood and push a whole bunch of small mom and pop stores out that have been supplying the neighborhood for years and giving broke people credit when they didn't have money until they got paid on Friday. When you see Walmart move in and take them out, nobody walks in and goes to defense for those little companies, those little businesses and be like, no, this is anti-bullying and on the business code and all of that. That shit don't exist in the real world. So don't don't program our children to believe that somebody's going to come save them when life basically happens to them. When sink or swim, survival of the fittest happens to our children. Sure. Y'all got these motherfuckers programmed that somebody gonna walk in and be like, it's anti-bullying and save them. Nigga, there's no principle yeah, in so the real world. More times than not, the principle is the nigga that's pushing you around. If one of us don't run, program run our children for you that. And, and beat you up if you're 10 years old and we take your AirPods. Take your L and build that's, it as a character. At 10 yeah. years old, my nigga, look, I had a New York Yankee fitted. My auntie had went to New York City and she had Bought went cap? Oh, and bought me a cap from the like from Yankee Stadium. She Fine. didn't go to a game, but she went to like a booster outside. Yeah. Yeah, some caps that look like they was really real. So she bought me one, chill, Will. You understand what I'm saying? You go somewhere, you'll buy your nephew a, a Yankees hat, right? Facts. She bought me a Yankees hat from New York. I didn't, I didn't, it didn't come, she just said it came from Yankee Stadium, whatever. Mm-hmm. An older nigga beat me up and took that Yankees hat. And that's that's what's wrong with this era, that kids don't know how to take I had ass to whooping and move on. Went home, didn't have my Yankees hat, didn't tell nobody, though. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yo, I can't tell Pops that a nigga took my Yankees hat. I just can't have that happen. Yeah, facts. So at this point, what happened was I sized the nigga up and I'm like, yo, I'm finna sneak this nigga. I'm finna grab a pipe and I'm gonna hit this nigga over the back of the head and I'm gonna go ahead and get my hat back from this nigga because he was styling and profiling in my Yankees hat oh, that yeah. came from the outside of Yankee Stadium and I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna have that. Oh, so I had my wild. little pipe and I was posted up and I was gonna catch him slipping one day. But he had some <laughs> homeboys with him and I was like, ooh. <laughs> I can't I can't hit them all with this Where pipe. Where you at? I was in Compton, my nigga. Stay ooh, with me real quick. Damn. So <laughs> Hold on, because I'm finna land there one second, my nigga. So <laughs> what happened was, this is when I understood the power of networking, hating ass Michael. He, he a hater. That's why he's trying to interrupt my story. <laughs> hating ass Michael. This is when I started to understand the power of networking. Cause so what I did was, I realized that it was some older cats in the neighborhood that was even older than him that I knew. Ah. So what I, fa- what I went over there and did was, I hollered at them and I was like, hey, bro, this nigga over here took my hat. They was like, what? You took your hat? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So they went over and took the hat from him. Oh, damn. so they took the hat from him, wore it all the way over to me, and then put the hat on my head, my nigga. Oh, so I got my hat back. They knighted you, bro. So you. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, bro, I got my hat took, and on some G shit, I had to build some character, and I had to learn how to network and go talk to the older homies and all that shit and make some friends. So in all honesty, me getting my hat took really helped me be able to network and meet some people in my neighborhood and talk to some other people. So Dang. guess what, little niggas? When I take your AirPods, go out here and try to find somebody that y'all think could G me and get your AirPods back. Oh, yeah. No. Hey, so we ten t- times out of ten, that ain't going to work for you. But what I'm going to tell you is this. Hey, good Just news. Go by, like, you're going to build some character. You had way better networking. Hey, good stories. news is teaching you how... It's teach you a lot of things today. So it teach you how yeah, you the know, OGs in your hood is a resource. There you go. And then networking is key. So you get Very. your shit stolen. And that's why I wanted to tell you, hey, that's Michael, because <laughs> I know she said you the king of networking over there at the sports network. Yeah. Because over here at the radio and podcast, EJ 
is uh, I have been knighted by the good lady Jackie over here. Oh man! So um, I am the king of networking over here. <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, man, Chill Will Mike got you, man. Who? Chill Will Mike got me? Yeah. Hey, look, man. Chill Will, my partner in arms. That's my brother right there. You know what I'm talking about? Team Dark Skin. He got a beard and all that, man. That's man. my brother right there. So I, I, I don't that, feel threatened by nothing that I man doing. Respect that to my type brother. Of lesson he had. Shit. Man, I know. You, hey, that lesson you got was nah, deep, bro. Yeah, bro. He tried to GB for my hat, man. Bro, so I'm like, lesson, yo, I got to go network. So, like, anti bullying yeah, stops your kids from having to go network and talk to the OG homies in the hood. What part of Compton you from? Because I didn't even know they let you wear NY hats over there. Yeah, man. Like, my G-Pass is kind of solid. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what so, it sounds like. I'm like, damn. I done seen a few people. I can't tell you <laughs> where I live because I still live where I live. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? So, <laughs> all of my enemies dead. I got about two left, so I ain't going to yeah. say that shit on the radio station. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yeah, I still live where I live. But just know I, I live in Compton. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I'll be, I'll be over there off of uh, Century Rose Crans. I'll right. be over there posting. I understand. I respect yeah. it, bro. I live in Compton. <laughs> so, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Like I said, I be where I, I be. That lesson. I'm I so know. jealous, bro. I'm, man, like my, like, our lesson, me and her lesson both. I thought they was gonna switch it up with Shard and got it. It was like, better not come back here with your ass whooped. Like if them that motherfuckers not having. Don't oh have no, one hundred. Like off, my like, shit. That was still my. That was still my lesson. Like I still got those same like guidelines that had those rules in the house. That my pops. My pops always told me one thing. Always come home how you left this bitch. Mm. Always come home how you left this bitch. He didn't say, go, don't get no fights. Don't defend yourself. Don't yeah. shoot nobody. Don't do none of that. He said, always leave this house. Come back to this motherfucker how you left this bitch. So if you didn't leave this bitch with a black eye, don't come back to this motherfucker with no black eye. Mm. You right. ain't leave this motherfucker shot. Don't come back to this motherfucker shot. Oh, no, that was that used to be one. his shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, come back to this motherfucker with your shirt torn. Don't, don't oh, yeah. you know, I, leave. So that was my thing when I was out, my nigga. Like, and that was, if you go back and listen to our, our again, you know, the name, title of this episode is Back for the First Time. Go back and listen to some of our shit that's archived on iTunes. You can go back and listen to some of the episodes. For me, I've said in the episode before, I was I had no problem defending myself, no problem taking action. But it was never because I thought I was gangster. I understood the repercussions of shit because anti-bullying didn't exist. So I had some experiences out here. I went outside. So I made sure I did shit to niggas first because I was scared. Like I, I was going to take action first because yeah. I wasn't going to let you do something. I, I, I had a pops like you. My pops was kind of like, hey, if you come back home. Different than what you were, I had an older brother. Like he go, y'all, y'all gonna handle this. You know so what I'm saying? I was an only child, my nigga. Oh damn! I'm an only child. Ain't Jeez. nobody for me to go get. Yeah, yeah. I go holler at my only, only, only man in my life I ever called my OG was my pop. Uh. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no OG nowhere yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got some niggas that was older that might have shot me some game or something, but the only OG I got is my pop, my That's nigga. Crazy. So yeah, I yeah. go home, you know what I'm saying? My pop, if he go out and do anything, it's, he, it's a whole different type yeah, of repercussion facts. for him. So True. he kind of like, yo, son, you got to learn how to handle your own shit because ain't mm-hmm. no brothers for you to come get. Ain't no nothing. So yeah. you got to... You gotta no, handle your own. That, so no matter how, who it was, how old you was to me, yeah, I had to go. That's I had to go get my pops my was. Back. He was like, "Hey, whatever, whatever situation you get into, that that's, that ain't your brother's situation. That's yours. So if really? you let, yeah, he was like, if you let somebody, Damn. if you let somebody take something from you, then I'm gonna let your brother handle you. So I, that that let me. Oh know, my like, god, that let me know. Like, there's oh, eight shit. of us. I'm the fifth child Ooh, of shit. eight, Damn. and uh, so they Mexican, bro. Yeah, we are. And so um, <laughs> my parents were like, we should be fucking. <laughs> we used to joke they didn't have a TV back in the days. I guess that's uh, what it was. Uh, <laughs> we were the Mexican Brady bunch. Had no entertainment. No, yeah. no, none at <laughs> all. But my dad used to say, like, you know, I don't, I don't want, encourage you to fight. But I do de- expect you to defend yourself. Oh yeah. And luckily, because there was eight of us, 
people already knew us. When I got to high school, oh, you're little Martinez. Oh. They already had known my brother, my sisters. And one of my sisters was a fighter. The other one was more of a bookworm. So they were like, well, which Martinez are you? Are you a bookworm or are you a fighter? Yeah, yeah. So, like, at the end of the day, like, nobody fuck with us. I mean, like, I guess it was a good thing. Crazy Maria was a fighter. Crazy Maria was a fighter. I know it. Shout out to my sister. Yeah. A.K.A. my Shout co-host. Maria. And oh, Maria. That's my co-host. Shout out Maria. Yeah. Crazy Maria. Crazy Maria. Shout out she Maria. was the fighter in the family. <laughs> Guys, so you when said I that got with passion, she didn't beat you up before. Nah. <laughs> I didn't have. I didn't oh, have. Nah. I didn't Maria, Maria you can you can look at her. You can check her Instagram. We seen her Instagram today. We was in a group chat. You can check her shit down. That's my sister. I had a problem with a few chicks, and I hit her up like, "Can you handle this for me?" And she was down. Oh, but that's how we were raised. Like, yeah. if you mess with our little brothers or little sisters, you gonna see the rest of us. Yeah. And one time, my brother was getting like, um, I punked a little bit in middle school. Me, my sister, and my brother rolled up to pick him up, and the little the kid was like messing with him. My brother popped out from the back seat, and he went. And my brother was a big dude, and not just like tall, but like he's a big dude. He popped up and was like, "If you ever mess with my fucking brother again, I'm gonna kick your ass." My brother was like maybe three years older than him. Mm. And so this little kid was like, oh, snap. But like, it's just kind of like we protected each other. Yeah. You, I can be pissed off at you. I'm oh, still no, going to yeah. go kick that person's ass if they fucking with oh, you. Oh, no. Yeah. And I treated, I, I started to learn that. I got that, um, I developed that with my friends. Yeah. So I'm a person that's like, I'm an only child. So, you know, only children are people that either are super by, to themselves or socially they create these circles and, and make everybody. So I welcome everybody. And like, this is my brother. We've had, we've had. People will think that we are. They'll be like, "Yo, these these two niggas about to kill each other. They gonna fight and they gonna stab each other. I'm and somebody gonna die." Let me tell you something. Me, me and this man will argue and have the most. So if you get in a fight, is he jumping in? Who he might fight before me. He's not gonna really? let you touch me. Relax. He don't look like a fighter. Who, TJ, TJ, who? No, TJ, stop, 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 No, no, no. I'm not gonna label him that. TJ's not a fighter. He's like a sweetheart. TJ's a protector. TJ's not a fighter. TJ's oh, a protector. Okay, that's a difference. He's a, he's a, he's a, a protector. Okay. TJ's the most peaceful, cool, chill, 100%. I believe that. But if you encroach on anything that TJ loves, TJ works person. out six anyway. days a week. A different person. You really? And TJ will really fuck some shit up. Okay. I've been there in those wars with him. I'm going to call the cops. We've been back to back. <laughs> hey, look, look, look. Let me tell you something. He's going to call the cops to come pick you up. Okay, yeah. but TJ, TJ Paramedic. gonna handle his. Okay. So, yeah, I respect TJ, that TJ, TJ because gonna, I'm not a fighter, but I will protect. Them. Exactly. Because shout out to Crystal, she's in the chat box. And hey, she's showing y'all love. Crystal, and she knows me. I, I went to high school with her, and I played softball with her, and we still play softball to this day on a co-ed softball team. She said Jackie was the fighter. First of all, Crystal, I only fight if I get there. And I'm a fight <laughs> if I have to. But I, I'm a you know at the end of the day I'm a lover. At the end of the day, if you if you if you my people now. And I see you in trouble. I'm oh, jumping yeah. in. Oh no! Like I told you, this good news shit. Like it's really family to us. So like, understand something. I'm I'm not a, I'm not a talker. I'm not. A, I'm not. Me neither. It's crazy I even want to get this radio show. We yeah, talkers. but like, I'm in, not surprised. No, Y'all are in a conflict. Me. In a conflict. Y'all when it comes to conflicts, I don't. I don't want to oh, talk. No, I don't want to talk. You get hurt, bro. I, I'm gonna walk away. I'm either gonna tell you like, yo, bro, I don't want no issues. Right. If you don't allow me to walk away. Right. Same. Same. Then then I have no problem handling my business Same. but my my first preference is to like walk away bro i don't want no issues you got like in reality at 30 years old you start thinking about the repercussions yeah. of a fight or even a conflict it's like oh the, the at worst i gotta go to jail i gotta get bailed out at best like i had a fight and i feel like an asshole and i gotta go home and my back hurts and i gotta go to work tomorrow yep 
and it's just stupid. Mm-hmm. So more times than not, I'll try to walk away. But if you don't allow me a chance to be able to back away, like I'm, I'm, I I'm gonna handle my business. Bro, you got seven fights left, dog. You got to get them out of there. You know, what I'm <laughs> no, I got a son, bro. I got a four year old son. I got seven fights left, man. Yeah, I got a son. He said you got like my son. Like they gonna go bad, bro. <laughs> no, nah, they don't. No, nah, my my fights is like uh, they like wine, not they like don't bread. Expire. They 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 get better with age. Okay. So my thing is like I have a son, bro. So I gotta save these seven fights because at some point I know like my son gonna be at some type of event and some dad is gonna be like, oh, get number twelve or some shit like that. And I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Your son play basketball. My son four, so he he just. Are you gonna put him in basketball? (laughs) Yeah, he big as shit. He big as shit. So yeah, it might might be LeBron on the side. Y'all see how he be as a parent, Uh, so he might be the one. Is that bad? I don't think it's bad. bad. No, hold on. First off, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, I will probably be LeBron as a dad. I will probably uh, be because yeah. my, my kid is like one of those, like, don't get me wrong. My kid is just better than most kids. What I'm saying is this. I love my son and he's a big kid. Like he will, ex- he excels at everything that he does at this point in his life. So I expect him to continue to do so. I um, know at some point I'm going to be proud of him to a point that will be obnoxious and egregious and abrasive to other people. So for that reason, I prepare myself for these conflicts that I may have with other people at um, these events. So that's why I'm saving these seven fights. So, yeah, don't get shit fucked up. I still got seven left in me. So if yes. you niggas. Hey, let them know. And just let us know because it's good news family that we showing up Here's too. Here's the thing. If any, nah, you know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 Here's why you can't I'm, let I'm those a, like Me and TJ fights. go a lot of places together. <laughs> <laughs> More times than not, me and TJ are together. So, you know, or I got somebody with me. Like, shout out to Bam and Mac. Those are my cousins. Jesus Christ. Hey. <laughs> well, you meet hey, those gentlemen. I love the nigga name is Bam. Bam is big as that doorway. That's crazy. Shut up. Let me tell you something. Bam <laughs> got mad. Was, Let me tell you a story real quick. Bam is, <laughs> Bam is my little cousin. He's younger than me by a year. I love this man to death. That's I swear man. to God, that's my heart right that's there, man. I, I love my nigga. Bam got mad. He was at my granny house. He got mad. Him and my granny have the like the most love-hate boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. Like My granny be like, I got to cook because Mookie, she called him Mookie. That's his nickname. But she um to the streets, he Bam. She like, I got to cook because he coming over here and I got to make sure he got something to eat and all that. So... He come over there, they get, but they'll get into an argument about something. He'll want to leave the house and storm out. One time, this <laughs> nigga stormed out and slammed my granny's door and ripped it off the hinges. Oh, my God. My granny got one of them big, like, wooden doors, like the decorative, got the glass in the middle. This nigga, bam, with the slam door. Boom, ripped the whole goddamn door off the hinge. Oh, shit. Like, this nigga's a... Like, oh, so a, he, a mu- he a month? He from Compton, too? Yeah. Was he, oh, like, 270? Yeah, bam might be about... I think he down to, like, 250 now. Be, like, 6'4", though. He grew up but off of Greenleaf? Like, He's like six like a nigga four. Huge, but that's that's my that's my heart right there. I love you, bam. Like, but that's my baby right there. That's my but if you boy, you get too close. If you breathe to too hard, he gonna take it. You gotta bring him down. Bring him. Oh down. no, bam gonna for sure be here at some point. Bam gonna be right there on that couch for I'm, every episode. Probably after this, bam will probably. be And there. it's crazy. I think it's meant to be because I'm looking for a bodyguard and bam sound <laughs> cool. like. Oh no, bam, both my cousins do. My cousin Mac, he do body. He do bodyguard work for Rich the Kid. Why and all are you that looking stuff. for a bodyguard? Get some niggas up. You see what he look like? My name. <laughs> You'll find some shit to get guarded. Oh, this nigga look like 165 pounds of chewed bubble gum. He needs a bodyguard. <laughs> hey, he get, he gets right the 165 with the bubble gum part. I don't, I don't agree with that one. <laughs> that nigga look. 
Oh, I didn't see that coming. I thought he was finna do a bam like shout out and then turn oh, that. Oh man! That, that, <laughs> bang bang! Hey, Nas Markel gets no love on this show. That's man, a bam! What's good, bro? I, I need that. Uh, I need a bodyguard, bro. Hey, say no more, bam! Hey, man, we gonna link that. We gonna make that happy. <laughs> that's <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that's my bro. I love him to death. He just, but yeah, man, I got people like that that's around me. So I don't really, good. I can save my seven fights. Okay. I, I can save my seven fights till I'm solo dolo. I like no, that. But it, it, people like underestimate like if for you holding your fight. You ever fought an old nigga? Like old oh, niggas yeah. fight. Oh yeah. See that's what purpose. I'm getting mad no, no, with my old yeah. fight. Like, you like, gotta you be know, safe. Like, look, chill will, fight for sure. Like an old thing. nigga want to get that you the fuck up will. out of here as quick as possible. So hey, did y'all Wait, see the video? It's a new fuck video. that. This the only thing that Chill Will has ad libbed. The whole Chill Will got a sweater <laughs> and some slacks on. It is Saturday and it is 117. I don't give a fuck. It's a <laughs> this nigga has a sweater and some slacks on. It is 117 degrees outside. outside he facts. looks so grown. The only part this nigga has responded to this whole fight was it's different fighting a grown ass man. He said, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you Bro, what. Hey, look. TJ, tell him. I talked about I talked about fighting in high school, and my grandfather said, hit that motherfucker in the perplex. He was watching TV, and I was like, hit him in the what? The fuck is a perplex? He said, hit him in the perplex. I don't even know if that's a real shit. Then he walked up and pointed, and then he just pressed. And I was like, why do you yeah. know this? What? I was like, bro, you do. Like, you and old men grab guy. you during their fights, too. Nah. Oh, he used man. to. Like, you had an old man wrap you up yes like this really exact, like you haven't been tussling this with your exact uncle man yeah. i'm talking about would do this shit he would do this shit like if he was if he was chilling he might have had him if he were at the family function and he would do this i think just to test if he was man enough that day and like and he would have this way of if you fucked around and i you would know when you fucked up because it was a way to catch his hand you caught it wrong your wrist was going to be somewhere by your fucking elbow and i was like why do you do this yeah. why do you do this to folks? just to, you know why character building because it was Bro. no such thing as anti-bullying at a family reunion right. you can't go to your auntie and be like my cousin yeah but nah, he just did this of course your auntie gonna be like stop beating up on your little cousin and then you gonna walk away and, and nah. she gonna be like because he a bitch ass nigga <laughs> <laughs> i told i told my sister to stop raising that boy like that he a bitch ass nigga he can't hey, and that's just what it is for every time you thought you was hey, telling on your cousins you? and they was yeah, auntie so, knew you was a bitch ass nigga. Shout out to Kyrie, but Kevin and talking the talking shit show. Can we get him out the chat? That nigga just asked if you were anemic because you out here in the swim. <laughs> <laughs> I want him out the chat. Bro. Is that why his name chat. is Chill Will? Oh, yeah, I want him out because you're cold all the time. <laughs> yeah, you, you I done got for the day, bro. Ass shirt on. <laughs> 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 Chill Will came here with that express sweater on. He, Man, like he fresh uh, out of express. <laughs> <laughs> He got that. I don't want my boss to trip. You came from work, right? Yeah, yeah he was at work. <laughs> don't make it no difference. He's a therapist. I don't give a. Oh, oh. okay. Right? <laughs> I stopped myself. He's a therapist. Stop myself. His show's all about mental health. There you go, oh, TJ. Shit. TJ is also an aspiring therapist. Inspiring. So y'all can go ahead and bond over that. Y'all got beers and glasses and therapy. That should be the title. If you black in mental health, man, that's the look. Yeah. Oh, no, 100%. Look. No, 100%. Mental health is... So now I understand the great slack. You got to have the look of like you're caring for them, but you'll still fuck them up. Yeah, no. Motherfuckers be crazy. No, that's... A therapist is right between a probation <laughs> officer and um, your mama youngest brother that you can fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he got... He, that's that's you exactly life, bro. That's exactly life. what a therapist is. It's a probation officer and then it's like your youngest 
uncle or auntie that you could tell shit to. Yeah. That could tell your mama to shut the fuck up for you when you want to, but you can't. Yeah. That's what your therapist is. They just tell uh, your problems and shut the fuck up for you. He got life unlocked. He knows. No, I got the cheat code. I got the cheat code. Hey, that's that's look, y'all tune in when y'all listen. I got nigga said he got life unlocked. I'm on the sixteenth level. I'm on the sixteenth level of life. I can figure that's what a therapist is. Yeah. A therapist is just somebody who because number one, if you don't go to a therapist who don't if you go to your therapist I would never go to a therapist that's younger than me because I don't trust you. Yeah, I don't I'll trust you've lived enough life to tell me right, about the shit that I'm going through. <laughs> I can't sit here and tell yeah. you about my relationship issues and like, I, I don't feel comfortable knowing you haven't yeah. gone through it yet. I need a therapist who's been yeah. through some shit. You get somebody your age, he's going to be telling his problems after a while. Right? He's going to be like, yeah, my nigga, my girl do that too. Yeah. Be, every time I come in, I'll be like, bitch, I'm out here doing therapy for niggas and shit, bitch. Yeah. And you tripping off me. And I'm like, nigga, I shut up. I know what I've been through though. It's on you. Experience is on you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like experience is on you. So I can look at you just your composure and how you sit in that corner and just internalize the ability to internalize some of these topics and not be phased during some of these things that we say. Like I said, you've genuinely not given a reaction this whole time that we've been here except for one thing. <laughs> and that one thing has been that an old nigga will fuck somebody up. That's that the probation officer in you. So in this in this that time, old man, that old man on. did that, that, that. Hold Whatever on, real quick. Did, Stop. Because you just tried to size me up and what you ain't realize is <laughs> my experience is out here, bro. My experience is out here to let me be able to size up somebody the same way you gonna size them up as a therapist. I'd have been in enough jams and I'm gonna be able to Side somebody up, so I'm gonna tell you. You just display both those things, and your ability to listen to this whole conversation and never react. You showed the therapist right, in you right there, right, bro. Right. That's you being my mama youngest brother. But when I said young nigga, a fuck a, a old nigga, a fuck a young nigga up, you you sweat, you straighten up that sweater. You was like, as long as niggas know. Nah, bro. It's, 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 so that was you showing both. That was the probation officer. So, bro, you done display both sides on my show right here, right now. He got on deck. That motherfucker got one more time to come in my goddamn office. Talking that's that it. Shit. That's yeah. it. That's his motherfucker. He don't know. This nigga Chill Wheels is the type of therapist that will cancel you as a patient. See, with some therapists, if they don't see enough improvement in you, they'll be like, I'm not going to deal with you because you're not trying to make no improvement. You just want somebody to come here and vent to. You're not really trying to make no improvement on your life. So, uh, there it is. Bro, let me tell you something, Statements Chill like Wheels. that's how I know this. I'm like, oh, okay, I know what I need to do. Yeah. yeah so that's yeah. my whole point right there, bro. You done sat in that corner and I done sized you up. Come on, man. Stop playing with me. <laughs> but yeah, that's all a good therapist is. A good therapist is that, right, that perfect medium between your P.O., and somebody who really, really care about you. Fact. That's all right. that it is, man. We uh we wind it down. We got about five minutes left. Come on, Jackie. I'm on my time. I know. I see. <laughs> I'm, on, man. I'm, on I'm my just time. being your background. Yeah. You good? Yeah. I, I sit in this motherfucker for eight years. I don't even look at this shit. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's no, the energy of it. Every, That's the no, every episode, you can hear it. Maybe you're just like, yeah, we got about how many minutes? I'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, we hanging out, bro. You just hit record. I don't know shit about no time. <laughs> Yeah, we gonna man. stay right here. You're we doing great nowhere. with time. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, Jack. We don't have no. Um, Jackie couldn't remember the password, so we can't get into the phone line. So we'll get it next time. Yeah, hey, I, I just want to let y'all know, man. I, I love the energy of y'all show, man. It's, oh, I, appreciate I can tell that. it's gonna be it's gonna be legendary. Hey, man, look, so. you feel like you gotta do this because <laughs> the whole episode we've been yeah, calling please, him hate ass Michael. So now he gotta take this moment to be like, hold on, is it dead air? It's a lull in the joke. Let me say this. Hey, I'm proud of y'all. Um, y'all doing great It's your first time I've, I've got 900 episodes Shut up nigga <laughs> Fuck your congratulations Hey now it's Mike L. Jackie You got something you wanna say Yes I Fuck do Fuck you nigga I'm talking to my program man Hey <laughs> That's right You know I, just want, I love these guys So honestly When we first met with them We had already The two shows locked Of who we were gonna go with Now Keith was telling so me So we something. only met hey, with them Hey shut up Quit living <laughs> <laughs> I, I love them. Hey, I'm gonna take him everywhere I, I go. I listen to Migos. My fault. 
And so literally when we met with them, it was our, it's because what the good news does, we meet with everybody. Anybody who has put in an application, we met with them. That was just our thing that we decided to do. So when we met with them, in our mind, we had already our shows chosen who we were going to move forward with. But we were meeting with them out of, you know, the good news, you know, signature, whatever. And so when we met with them, when they left, me and Keith were like, we got to add them. They have something amazing. Their their energy is just freaking amazing. Crazy. Their dynamic is so good. They're entertaining. They're funny as hell, as you can see. And it would have been an, like a bad for us not to sign them because they're just so fun. Yeah. And so I'm so glad that we did get to meet them. They did put their application in super late. It was actually a minute before we <laughs> ended the deadline. That's how black it was folks on Thursday, work. We know and he, they swooped up into our DMs. We're like, "Can uh, we? Can we meet with y'all? Uh, is it too late?" And we almost said, "Yeah, it's too late," but we said, "No, it's okay. We'll meet with y'all." And we met with them the next week after Keith got back from his vacation. And it, ever since then, I was like, we got to get these guys. We were only going to go with two shows, and they were our last final show. And we're so glad that we added them. They are an amazing group of guys who have such great energy, dynamic. And, you know, I, I'm so excited to have them a part of the Good News family. So, you know, everybody's in the chat box. They're loving you guys. They're showing you so much love. Hey. And you guys are doing amazing. I know you guys are going to do it so far. And you guys have your own goals and plans. But I'm so glad that you guys have joined the Good News team yes, and have trusted us here with at the network uh, to, to be a part of it. So thank you guys so much. We love you, and we can't wait to see what you guys got up your sleeve out there. Thank you for having us, man. And on a serious note, shout out to everybody that's good news. Um, I'm gonna say this shit on air, so motherfuckers can't say I ain't said to everybody. We are open to going on anybody's show. Um, as Jackie would tell y'all, I'm really local most days, so motherfuckers just hit me for yeah. your show and let me know. I'm usually like in the neighborhood, so I'll pull up, swoop up on your shit. Bree, I'm sorry, I was um, local when your show came on on Thursday, and I was gonna pull up, but then I started um, doing something. And I, I didn't smoking. <laughs> no, I oh. didn't. I, that was not I it, ma'am. I was smoking. doing. Some no, stuff I was at work. Things. I was. Okay. I was at work. So I work. I work nearby. So I was at work, and I was doing something. I was. Yeah. Like, I was trying to put it in my schedule that I was going to slide in around six thirty, but I fucked around in my. It just ran my task ran over. But shout out to Bree. Shout out to Kyrie. The people that we came in with, in, in with. Shout out to everybody that has. Um, that's on the station. All of the shows. Um, we fuck with y'all Hit us up if y'all need us Y'all got our support This shit about to end Y'all got something y'all wanna say TJ um, Chardon Hey that's my kid Like yeah like I fuck with everybody I'm very very happy to be here I'm happy that I'm, I like the support I like the vibe here Like yeah like I don't know like Between the two of us He'll be more particular I'm big on like Just the vibe being good I like it here Everybody cool Everybody in the chat room cool Like I'm I'm an easy sell Unless you piss me off I'm, a, I'm particular <laughs> about <laughs> our shit For your shit I'm just gonna go with the vibe And probably gonna um be intoxicated and just oh, crack these jokes. Oh, can't Trey Way. Trey Way. This Trey Way. Hey. Dirty Laundry. Shout out Kimberly Nova Lane. Dirty Laundry. Jay Breezy. All that. Whole um, lot of gang KT. Uh, Dez. Christian. We're just giving a whole bunch of shout outs. We're running over. The show is about to be over. I don't know if that y'all can even hear us right now, but shout out to the gang. A whole bunch of gang shit. Dirty Laundry, just a dope ass radio show. Hope you all Good enjoy news. it. Jackie and Michael, I appreciate y'all coming through thank for our you. first episode. Thank you for having us. Chill Will, my brother. You always welcome here, man. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all oh, yeah, man. I got a link with you, man. I'm going to try to get, you know, I'm trying to be successful. <laughs> well, I'm going to finish <laughs> off this <laughs> Hennessy and see who in this room trying to drive the boat. I'm going to holler at y'all next week. Hey, Jackie. Jackie next week, Jackie. man. Every Saturday, man. Y'all Love y'all. Peace.